2: Locked On Podcast Network
3: and Odyssey present Locked On Today. The Pelicans stunned the top-seeded Suns in Phoenix. The Heat looked like a well-oiled machine against the Hawks. Plus, why Titans receiver A.J. Brown isn't going anywhere. I'm Peter Bukowski, starting your day with the stories you need to know and the biggest debates in sports. You're Locked On Today. Searching all major sports.
4: Found it. Let's start with the biggest story.
3: The New Orleans Pelicans rode a 28-16 run to close the game, and they shock the number one seed Phoenix Suns in the desert, 125-114. Joining me now from Locked On Pelicans, it is Jake Madison. And Jake, this is a, a team that had to fight and claw just to get into the playoffs. They are... Now going back to New Orleans 1-1, how did they close this game so strong?
0: Yeah, you know, look, you saw really good adjustments from head coach Willie Green in this New Orleans Pelicans team from game one. They came out really slow in that first half, but you started to see them string some good things together in that third quarter. And they really take those took those adjustments to heart. Overall in the game, you saw a positive performance from Jackson Hayes, and that just opened things up for the rest of it. So come the fourth quarter, about the middle of the third quarter, it was the Brandon Ingram takeover, and he was doing mm. it on a bit of a bum ankle here. He just rose to the occasion and he had enough threats out out there on the court alongside him playing well to kind of keep that Phoenix suns team a little bit honest. And you saw him go for 38 points, 11 rebounds, nine assists on the night. He was just excellent. He was getting to his spots and he was able to basically bend the defense. And when they threw two at him, it meant someone was open and they had the right guys out there on the court, whether that was rookie Trey Murphy hitting threes, CJ McCollum, having more breathing room with a little bit more floor spacing. And that's what they rode to victory.
3: What offensively made this all click against a team that has been a defensive monster all season?
0: It was just deploying guys in the right ways and finally getting the right lineups out there on the court. You know, you saw Jackson Hayes used in that first game as just kind of a guy standing in the corner. For a 6'10 center, that's probably not the best way to use him offensively. (laughs) Yeah, a little bit of an odd spot, especially because he's not a three-point shooter. And so using him in the dunker spot to be a vertical lob threat and just provide an extra layer of scoring there really worked. He kept kind of the Phoenix Suns defense a little bit more honest. They also had more shooters out there on the court. You had Trey Murphy, who went three of five from deep in this one. CJ was six of 10. And that means the court's going to just be spread a little bit wider. So they can't double Brandon Ingram as much. And they can't just try and take him away by playing one-on-one with J. Crowder they had to throw two at him and when he could then just pass the ball and it's an open three-point shooter okay now what do you do do you just defend him one-on-one things like that and it just kind of broke down that Phoenix Suns defense and this was the problem New Orleans had in game one they, they were fine defensively in that game. I thought it was just they had no offense. They were running the wrong lineups. Those dual bigs of Jackson Hayes and Valentinus only works for so long. So they realized they needed to go to a guy like Larry Nance Jr. early in this one. He got significant run. He was big both on the offensive glass and making his shots. Just having more scoring threats, it does wonders for a team.
3: How do you think this series changes when when the series shifts to New Orleans? Usually you get role players, play better at home. Who do you think could be the beneficiary of that for this Pelicans team?
0: Yeah, You saw guys really stepping up in this one, right? Even a guy like Jose Alvarado off the bench was perfect. Three of three, including two made threes while playing pretty solid defense overall. If you get that kind of performance and maybe a little bit more from him at home, as you mentioned, I think that's a really big deal. And I think the biggest thing for New Orleans being at home is they get an extra day of rest in this one. Going into Mm -hmm. game one against Phoenix, when you count that game, they played three games in three different cities in three nights. That's rough and you saw tired legs at the end of it. now they're going to get an extra day. They're going to get to sleep in their own beds. And I think that can really boost New Orleans. And now we'll see what happens with Devin Booker. Those hamstring injuries are very concerning. Those can linger for a little bit. The fact that he didn't come in at all after putting forth a first half performance for the ages is mildly concerning, I think, if you're a Phoenix Suns fan. So this series looks a little bit more open than it once did. Thanks for making
3: Locked On Today your first listen. Now for a big announcement. Starting Thursday, April 28th, tune into Locked On NFL Draft's live coverage of the 2022 NFL Draft with all three days of real-time analysis from our extensive lineup of experts and insiders. And for those of you dying to know who your team will take, catch Odyssey and Lockdown's NFL Mock Draft special hosted by Brian Peacock and former scout Matt Williamson of the Peacock and Williamson NFL Show all week leading up to the first pick coming up the heat stay hot as Jimmy Butler
5: leads them to a 2-0 lead This Lockdown Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down how are your resolutions coming One of mine was to order less takeout cook more at home but I'll be honest I haven't been consistent that is until I found Home Chef Home Chef provides fresh ingredients Free shipping on your first box and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert.
3: Here's what to look for on bet online. Your number one spot for all your daily gambling needs. A couple of road favorites to keep an eye on for Wednesday's major league baseball slate. The Phillies find themselves favored against the Rockies bet online as the money line at minus 115 for the fight and fills, And for what it's worth, the Rockies at home, they were a profitable team in 2021. The Blue Jays are decently favored at Fenway against the Red Sox. BetOnline has Toronto as a minus 131 favorite on the money line. And the biggest favorite is the Yankees in Detroit to take on the Tigers. BetOnline has the Bronx Bombers minus 172 on the money line. BetOnline, where the game starts.
4: Now, here's what you need to be locked on today.
3: Ram star receiver Cooper Cup says he's excited to see the contract signed by other wide receivers this offseason because the market at the position had become, in his words, stale. But when asked if he wants to top those deals, Cup said that's not important to him. I don't think that's really kind of the approach that I take, he said. I definitely think there's a place you want to be. There's a place that you feel like is fair, a place for me and for this organization. I'm not trying to beat anybody. I'm not trying to compare myself to anyone else. It's more about being in a place that's just right for both sides. With huge deals going to Devontae Adams and Tyree Kill, it's interesting to see Cup basically turn down a huge contract in order to remain a Ram. Now, it's easy to say, much harder to do. We'll see what actually happens when he inks that next contract. Former Los Angeles Lakers star Jerry West demanded a retraction and an apology for what he called a baseless and malicious assault on his character in the HBO series Winning Time in a letter sent by his legal team to the network and producer Adam McKay on Tuesday. West's lawyers allege that Winning Time falsely and cruelly portrays Mr. West as an out-of-control, intoxicated rageaholic, saying that bears no resemblance to the real man and they ask for a retraction no later than two weeks from the receipt of the letter. West's lawyers say HBO's disclaimer that the series is a dramatization does not insulate the network from liability. West's lawyers allege that the series' creators acted with legal malice because many of the scenes in the series showing West's purported rage did not appear in the book on which the show is based. The Colorado Rockies retain the services of Kyle Freeland for a little longer
1: rock on rockies fans paul holden here from the locked on rockies podcast with breaking rockies news the rockies have agreed to a five year 64.5 million dollar contract that includes a six-year player option sources familiar with the deal told espn's jeff pisan with kyle freeland kyle freeland the homegrown kid the denver kid kyle freeland guys gals non-binary pals rejoice Kyle Freeland is staying with the Colorado Rockies for a long, long time. I love this deal. I love Kyle Freeland. I think Kyle Freeland still has a ceiling that he can hit and still contributes a lot to this Colorado Rockies team. And I think this team saying, hey, Kyle Freeland, you're going to start opening day for the Colorado Rockies is just step one of the commitment that we have for you the rockies and kyle freeland were in some interesting spots in the offseason when it came to contract negotiations and things of that nature but here's where it ends up a five-year deal for kyle freeland
3: and the mets and They cannot be stopped right now.
4: How about your New York Metropolitans? I said coming into this series against the Giants, it's a really good team. As long as you split and get two games, you'd feel pretty good about it. Well, here we are, first day of the series, the Mets already got their two games, by sweeping this doubleheader. Francisco Lindor was amazing all day long. Contributions in both games. A big walk-off hit in the first game. Last year, Lindor was getting blues in April in that ballpark at City Field. Tonight, getting MVP chance. Incredible to see what he has been able to do so far this season. Just a great start. And then Max Scherzer in Game 2 carries a no-hitter into the 6th inning. This is his first start on that City Field mound as a Met, and he was sensational. It was shocking that they put him back out there for the 7th after the no-hit, they was broken up. But Scherzer did what we've seen him do so many times against the Mets. And that's why I predicted he would get out of that inning in less than 15 pitches because I've seen him do it against the Mets a million times where the pitch count gets high and you were like, why are they sending him back out there? And Scherzer just goes in and gets three quick outs and gets back in the dugout. The Mets needed that in the second game of a nine-inning doubleheader where the bullpen was already taxed. Drew Smith and Trevor May shut the door.
3: Is another story you need to know. It's the return of Bubble Jimmy. Jimmy Butler scores 45 points. And the Miami Heat take care of the Atlanta Hawks. 115-105 in game two to stake themselves a 2-0 lead. Joining me now from the arena in Miami, Wes Goldberg. And Wes, what is it about Jimmy Butler where he can be in and out of the lineup all season, can be inconsistent, and then in these moments, he's still a great player. But then in these moments, he seems to rise to the occasion.
2: Well, a few th- different things happened tonight, Peter. Um, number one, uh, Jimmy told us after the game that he had a conversation with his teammate, PJ Tucker, and an assistant coach, Chris Quinn, who basically said, hey, man, go make some shots because this is the kind of performance we need from you. Despite them beating Atlanta by 24 points in game one, Jim Ballard didn't have a great game, right? Um this was different. This was like you said, this was very reminiscent of the bubble. This was very reminiscent this is this is Jimmy Butler when he wants to put his will onto a series. And in this particular matchup against the Hawks, who are a little bit small, more of a finesse team, it's right for Jimmy Butler to take over with that bully ball stuff that he loves to do. I mean, how many times tonight did we see him just put his shoulder into whatever Atlanta Hawk was in front of him, bowl that player over and get to the get to the line uh, and get to the basket? So that was part of it. The other weird thing that happened tonight was uh, because of some foul trouble to their big men, the Heat's big men, um, the Heat were forced to go small with P.J. Tucker at the five and Caleb Martin and other shooters around P.J. Tucker and Jimmy Butler. And all of a sudden, Jimmy Butler had just way more space than usual. Of course, you would prefer to have Bam Adebayo in the game. But in, it just in the flow of this game, the way that it was going, I actually thought that was really beneficial for Miami. They were down by two when Bam had to be removed from the game because he picked up his third foul. And between the second and the third quarter, they basically swung the game by 13 points with a small ball unit. That was just basically Jimmy Butler, four dudes around the perimeter, perimeter and Jimmy just doing what Jimmy does.
3: What What do you think they're doing to this Atlanta team that that the Hawks just don't have answers for it defensively?
2: Well, the physicality is definitely part of it, right? And uh, I thought tonight the game was actually played more on Atlanta's pace than it was Miami's, but yeah. the Heat just had Jimmy Butler and the Hawks just... Trae Young had a better game than they did in game one, but nothing, you know, to Trey Young's standards. Um, and, and they're forcing a bunch of turnovers, they are just crowding these passing lanes. They're not letting Atlanta's half court attack get into any sort of rhythm, despite Young having a better game, despite Bogdan Bogdanovich making a ton of shots in the fourth quarter. Uh, 19 of his 29 points in that fourth quarter. But Miami's just making it really difficult, and that's all they can do. That's all you want to do as a defense, right. And, and they're just doing it. They're completely locked in on every possession. They've got arms in the passing lanes. They forced 19 turnovers tonight for 21 of their own points. Um, and Trey Young was responsible for 10 of those 19 turnovers. They're just not making it easy on them.
3: If you're going to put together a roadmap for how they could win the East, it seems like it would look a lot like tonight. Jimmy Butler being an alpha and the defense doing what the Miami defense does to seemingly
2: everybody. And shooting 39% from three-point range. That is going to be a huge part of Miami's roadmap. Uh, It's the defense that we talked about. It's Jimmy Butler doing what we're talking about. It's also the three-point shooting. Miami can't get to the finals if not for the three-point shooting. This is the answer, right? This is the answer to the big question that the Heat face. Do you have a number one that can go toe-to-toe with Giannis, Kevin Durant, Jason Tatum, whoever it might be, Joel Embiid?
3: Coming up why AJ Brown is not going anywhere despite some drama in Tennessee. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar ever. It's the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. And if you haven't tried the Built Puffs yet, what are you waiting for? It is protein infused marshmallow. They're fluffy, they're marshmallowy. It's not just a protein bar, it's a treat. And it's covered in 100% chocolate. 100% chocolate and yet check the macros. Low in low in fat. Low in calorie, high in fiber, high in protein, low in net carb. And they taste delicious. They are the goods. Check them out for yourself. Do yourself a favor and check them out. Really, I'm telling you. Go to Built.com and use promo code lock 15 to get 15% off. Promo code lock 15 to get 15% off of the best tasting protein bar ever. The protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. The protein bar that I had for a snack today. I have them almost every day. They're delicious. Go to built.com for more. Now on to sleeper sleeper is the fastest growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. You probably already have a fantasy league on there. I use it for mine. It's a game changing product. Unlike anything else in the industry. And now you could win on sleeper by playing their new daily fantasy over under game. It's incredibly simple. First in any sport, choose two or more players that you like and pick the daily fantasy over under. For example, You can use points or rebounds in a basketball game, hits in a baseball game. If you pick correctly, you can win anywhere from two times to over 20 times your entry. You're not getting those odds on other platforms that offer similar bets. You're just not getting 20X anywhere else. And that's why I am so excited to play over under on Sleeper Plus. It's got a built-in group chat where I can see and copy my friend's picks, or totally ignore my friend's picks, it's a fun ride to do this all together. So stop what you're doing, and download Sleeper now to play their new daily fantasy over-under game. Have fun with your friends, and win. Make sure to use the promo code LOCKDOWN today, and Sleeper will match your deposit up to $100. They'll just give you the money. Again, download Sleeper with promo code LOCKDOWN today when you deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details.
4: Agree or disagree? This is the Q of the Day.
3: Rumors persist about AJ Brown playing elsewhere next year. Tyler Rowland out on Locked on Titans. He believes those rumors to be nothing more than noise.
6: Okay, let's just dive into this right now. People aren't signing up for voluntary shifts at work for no additional money just to be a good soldier. Especially when the team owes you and should pay you $20 million more million than what you're expected to make. Now, A.J. Brown, if he got an extension, the money wouldn't kick in this year. But knowing that he had that guaranteed money in pocket before he goes out there and risks his health, I get that. Any business person who thinks with business acumen understands that if you're getting paid drastically less than what you're worth, you're not going to go do things for free. A.J. Brown does not need to be at OTAs. Right now, Ryan Tannehill didn't go to OTAs. Mike Vrabel wasn't at OTAs today. So, I just think that I don't have a problem with what A.J. Brown is doing. He could sit out the entire offseason. The Titans typically do these extensions in July. That's when they do them. So, who cares if A.J. Brown doesn't do anything with the Titans until training camp? Who cares? The reality here is AJ's probably seen some stupid fans say some stupid things, but AJ Brown's going to be a Titan. I said it before. I said it about Harold Landry. I said it before. I'll say it again. All of this is slow news period offseason nonsense. AJ Brown will be a Titan. He will not be traded. He will get his extension in July. He will be in training camp. He will play for the Titans in 2022. And I've lived long enough that I've become the villain here by rehashing this news in this room and this story once again. But it's just everywhere, and I, I can't help but speak my mind on it. If you're calling out A.J. Brown as a bad teammate because he wants to get a new contract and he's skipping voluntary shifts at work, then you're foolish. And if you're A.J. Brown you're listening to this, logical fans don't feel this way.
3: It may be just noise in Tennessee. According to reports from ESPN, it's not just noise in San Francisco where Debo Samuel reportedly wants to move on. And for all of these players, guys like DK Metcalf, AJ Brown, Debo Samuel, and Terry McLaurin, guys going into the final year of their contract and wanting to get paid like Devontae Adams, like Tyreek Hill, notice how those guys got paid. They needed to go somewhere else. So why not leverage everything that they have at their disposal to maximize their earning potential? Oh, you want to play hardball? Well, I'm out then. Send me somewhere else because I know there is another team that will pay me. Oh, okay. Okay. You're going to give me all the money I want? I'll stay. It's easy enough for them to leverage, especially given... What's going on in the receiver market this offseason? This is the perfect time for those young superstars to maximize the leverage that they have and get that bag. And finally, former Alabama wide receiver Ajay Hall announced Tuesday he is committed to Texas. The number three ranked receiver recruit in the 2021 class looked poised to make a big impact on the tide last season, but caught just four passes and was suspended for breaking team rules. He'll be reunited with Steve Sarkisian, Bama's offensive coordinator, during Hall's recruitment. And and maybe it helps. He'll face Alabama on September 9th. Thanks for making Locked On today your first listen. Now go make your second listen Locked On NFL Draft. Ryan Tracy and former NFL cornerback Eric Crocker bring the NFL Draft to life every day with insight and analysis on college football prospects and NFL front offices. It's free and available wherever you get podcasts. Coming up Thursday, will the Celtics experience a letdown after Game 1's buzzer beater over the Nets? So at least until tomorrow. Stay locked on today.
4: Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.